Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. He was not part of it. That's not what he was. Do you know something? No, I don't know anything. You said that's what's going to happen. Bob Nightingale put out, it's auspice or a spouter. <laughs> For those who aren't on Twitch, he just took off his shoe and threw it at our na- now naked walls. Oh. This is the dumbest Okay, I okay. swear to God. Will you, what, can I cuss you just bleep it? No. How are these the only selections? I know. Jeff no, is no, running no, no, the no. team. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. The shoe went viral this weekend. Should do you want to go viral? Is, the, no. is your shoe never want to go viral? Never want to go viral. The sound you you're hearing is yeah. is freaking incorporating the, the shoe until we will rock you. <laughs> I had people texting me who don't live in this city. They saw it. On, they saw it on Twitter. Texting me about. I don't want Osmus. I don't. I, if Osmus is the manager, I'm going to be so furious. I'm done with the Astros. I'm like, you should have saw how mad I got about it. He goes, yeah, I know. I saw the whole thing. On, I'm like, oh, no. So everybody seems to think I want Osmus. Yeah, do you do. Well, you took No, your, I'm just not, I, think they, I just don't get. I think they saw that laughing you were doing and thought maybe you were rubber stamping. the best. Uh, how can you not laugh at that? Okay. How, how can you not laugh? And I was, I, for some reason, I was in the middle of it. I don't know how. But because I was, you're saying, how do we know Osmus isn't going to be a great manager? <laughs> like, what? That's what made me immediately say, you know something. Because you came in no, here and started the show know. with Brad Osmus. We don't know if he's going to be bad. We don't know that Jeff Bagwell's not going to be great. Like, what? Where, where's this coming from? Why are you saying all these things? Why are you saying this? Stop saying this. Um, so, anyway... <clears throat> um, the the uh, your boy you got to get your boy Michael Connor okay what happened he and Josh got a little reckless this weekend what happened well they picked an undefeated weekend what they picked an undefeated weekend they said the Rockets would win Friday night oh they said the Cougs would win you mean winless weekend oh no a, an undefeated they picked the Texans and they picked the Rockets again all four games would Houston would win. In all four games, Houston got oh, obliterated disaster. in yeah. some. It, well, disaster for Houston. It was. <laughs> it it Wait, was Dynamo, which is where that sound came from. The Dynamo won their first yeah. game in the in the MLS playoffs. The MLS, they have a. Look, I think I'm gonna go out to a match now that the weather's gotten good. Oh well, say that to yeah. John. He's all dressed all bundled up because he hates it. The MLS. What do you is, mean the weather's gotten good? It's freezing out. No, nah, it's amazing. You're an idiot. This is amazing. The whole thing is an this is is great. The, the MLS has a completely adopted the U.S. way of doing things because it's the only league in the world, as far as soccer, where we're going to have a best of three. Usually, at the most, it's 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 aggregate home and away. Now we're going to do best of three. This is America. You want American, American fans? It's America. Give the American way. It's America. Home and away. Then we go two three two. <laughs> or the, you can do two two one in one the one. Conference finals of soccer. We're going to play a seven game series. <laughs> It's so funny. Like, so, international soccer doesn't even have a playoffs. Yeah, the Premier League. Uh, we won the league. Where's your playoffs? <laughs> we're going to, but here in MLS, we're going to do a best of three. Yeah. That's what we do. That's yes. Yeah. Okay, we're doing a What's best of What's the three. next round, Dell? Is the best of five next I round or what? No, I hope not. Are we doing it on back to back to back nights like the wild card? <laughs> I don't think you make soccer players do that. Okay. But, uh, do but, they have any kind of like clock to throw the ball in? Like and why? Are, when are we going to stop people from moving on the sidelines when they're going to inbounds the ball? That's traveling. It's true. You're not supposed to do that in basketball. But uh, but back to back to the the Connor and Beard show. They picked a four and zero weekend and they got none of it right. Zero, none of it. Congratulations, guys. Congratulations. So well, I found this out at Nick's place yesterday. Um, one of the listeners goes, thank, "Thank the boys for that because they were how idiotic that was and how you know how." And not only that. 
you got the you got Tennessee wearing the Oilers uniforms and, oh. and Jeremy Branham taking a victory lap because Will Levis had a great day. What a terrible! I mean, weekend. the internet is going to be no, uh, in shambles with Jer- Will Levis. With did four you see what Jeremy down. tweeted this morning? Okay, is Will Levis the greatest quarterback that DeAndre Hopkins has ever played with? Okay, <laughs> Jeremy, I knew. Jer- I mean, when I'm watching Will Levis, I'm like, I just don't want this because Jeremy. I just don't want this to happen because Jeremy. But they did. I'll tell you what. The the Titans are none too pleased with Houston, with our Houston Texans for 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 breaking out their powder blue. They're not Columbia blue, powder blue, or whatever blue the Texans are going to be using because it's so close. So you know what they said? We're going to be Oilers. They put Oilers in their end zone. They wore the Oilers. I mean, exact Oiler uniforms. And then they then they kicked and DeAndre Hopkins looked good again. Holy yeah, crap. Hop, Hop had a good De- game. Hop looked great, real strong game. But Will Levis throws four touchdowns and uh, they. You know what's funny? It, it's so funny that it is funny how things are cyclical. Like you know, I've noticed some. For example, uh, young people pretty much believe that Akeem Olajuwon is the greatest big man that ever lived. Like the people in their in their teens and, and a lot of them in their twenties, because when they watch his highlights, you can't get a better highlight package than Akeem Olajuwon. You you just can't as a big man. Now Shaq will have dominant stuff, but to them, Tim Duncan was the worst plumber of all time because all you're ever going to see is bank shots and occasionally yeah. blocking it to like what is this trash where he blocks a shot to himself and keeps it in play? You're supposed to hit that into the tenth row if you're a real one. Like Tim Duncan's actually doing a lot of great winning things. He was a he was a perennial winner, but um, yeah, I still think Dream's better than him. But anyway, they love Dream, right? Well, you know what I noticed also is that there's a big love for the Oilers. I, I I didn't love the Oilers uniforms. I wanted something more cutting edge. It's like oh, powder blue. Why can't we do something different? And now it's come full circle. Where Ryan Clark said these are now. I think the red arm sleeves, the combination of throwing in solid red actually benefited, but Ryan Clark's like, these are hands down the best uniforms in the league right now. I think they com- And there's all this talk about how cool their uniforms were when I was like over powder blue. I think the, the combination of the old school stuff with the modern materials yeah. take them to another level. The Dolphins broke them out. The, the did fans, the Chargers? Uh, the char- well, the Chargers kind of did a rebrand with old school colors. They're not exactly what they were, but they're very similar. You've got the Seahawks broke out there. Steve Largen era uniforms, Warren, when Warren Moon was there too, I believe. So if you look at the throwbacks with the modern materials, they're all winners for the most part. Um, I, I don't think any fan base other than maybe – all the fan bases want those to be permanent. The, the Eagles had their Kelly Green uniforms last week. I, I think the combination of the nostalgia, the classic stuff, plus – with you, like Lance said, adding these extra things and the modern materials make those look really good. But you know they're just there to sell more jerseys. Uh, they'll break them out twice a year and they're and they'll sell jerseys. So that's kind of what they're there for. So we we're almost eight minutes in. We haven't even mentioned the Texans. Well, it was a disaster, right? It was a disaster. It it wasn't a disaster yeah, so much as they should be. They it's should just be, another they, offensively. They do you know they should be five and two? They don't know how to win yet. Yeah, they haven't learned how to close games. It's third and twelve, and for whatever reason, as I'm watching it, they got a cover four where they are all back. They've got corners back, safeties back. It's third and twelve. Bryce Young turn, and you you know they're going to be going for it if they get if they pick up. They may have punted with three and a half minutes to go. Carolina probably punts if it's fourth and six, fourth and seven. But if they get close, they're going to go for it. Sure enough, Bryce just turns, whips a quick pass, uh, just a quick hitch, and they take off, and uh, the running back takes off running, um, and they get down to two yards, you know, it's where it becomes fourth and two. Well, then that's an easy decision to go for it. They convert on fourth and two. They end up going down. They get the field goal. If the Texans play that third and 12, like it's instead of playing in <clears throat> some type of safety and trying to play a more legitimate defense and they stop them for a seven yard gain and it's fourth and five i think carolina punts because they still have two minute drill they have their timeouts and houston at least has a chance to go four minute offense and win that game instead they give up 10 so it's fourth and two so it changes the play calling so you say okay let's go for it and they convert the first down and then that's all she wrote because you just knew they're just not going to stop 
Like, and they had their chances, but Carolina kept converting on third downs. And I just, it was frustrating because it's not like Houston looked great. And and CJ Stroud, you know, you wonder, you worry it's a little like bit. Not like Houston looked great. No, but they still had a chance to win. Yeah, I mean it's a bad team. It's a bad and they can't protect the quarterback at all. Oh my! god. I mean Ikiakuanu is a disaster at left tackle. Uh, oh my god! All the things Carolina's I about, a bad team. They're a bad team. And, and but but Bobby Slowick, what are you doing with the running game? Oh my god! If it wasn't for Damian Pierce just doing doing a, a pirouette in the backfield with a guy on his sixteen yard gain was a twenty yard yak. It was yards after he got hit four yards in the backfield, spun out, I'm and runs for 16 yards. That's a 20-yard yak. Okay? Right, right now, Titus Howard at left guard, like, I can't tell you how. Number one, Damian Pierce is really struggling with this scheme because they've got him looking, and he's not playing react, reactive football where he just instinctively runs. He's doing a lot of thinking as he reads the front. Which is weird because they did run some some outside zone stuff last year, but he seems to be totally lost. Although honestly, I probably would have given him the ball a little bit more. Like I, I don't think C.J. Stroud was C.J. Stroud. They tried to get Tank Dell really involved with a lot of touches, which I like. I like Tank Dell getting touches, but it was just they were just out of they were just funky. They were they were fine defensively, but the Texans in general were fine defensively. Yeah, no, they did a nice job. Well, six sacks. They yeah. couldn't stop. They couldn't get off the field, like you said, on that last that drive. That was the problem. That was the problem. But you know what? You can't put them in that position. When you only give up 15 points, you're supposed to win no, football you games. No, you've got to score 20. I mean, you've got to score 20. Yeah, you got I mean, honestly, that's just ridiculous. That was just re- offensively. Bobby Slow. I thought that was his worst game. That was just the worst game. Uh, uh, now, of all the guys that would get all those passes blocked. Uh, wait a minute. Bryce Young had all the sacks. And C.J. Stroud had all the tip passes from the at the line of scrimmage. Oh my gosh! It was, he had three in one quarter. It was it was ridiculous. Even down the field, when he looked like a, a beautiful pass on a, a, over the middle, a guy you know the linebacker reaches up and is able to tip it, and then the the reception where he went out of bounds and came back in, and that ball was tipped as well. I don't I don't know. Is C.J. like a little? person no cj was really staring at stuff yesterday and so you could see i went back and looked at like why are these so i went back and i was slowing it down and he was just staring he got in a real bad habit of staring to where they were timing him up so d lyman were sitting watching his eyes and then they were just muddle rushing and waiting timing him up and then jumping into passing lanes where he was throwing like you got to be you know and he's been pretty good about keeping his eyes off primary target but he was bad he was staring bad yesterday it was it was not a good game for CJ. I thought it was one of his, frankly, one of his worst games. Since, it, ha- uh, it has to be staring down because the stat came down last night. Justin Herbert has more batted or tip passes than anyone, and he leads it by at least twelve. Yeah, it's all like, staring down. Six it's five, not, six yeah. six. Not, so there's little guy and and dropped release point or two culprits, but stare downs is one of the worst because it just allows defensive linemen to just sit. I mean, you're, you're just telegraphing, so they can time it up if you're staring down. And that's I think that's what happened to C.J. Stroud. But, um, you know, the, the Texans eventually look back at this and say, you know, I think, I think they'll look at this and say this game helped us learn, or it'll become a problem where they just can't close games. Because you really could be 5-2 and two right now. Yeah. I mean, you could be on a five-game win streak, but you're not. You've got a losing record. Colts have a losing record. Uh, Titans had Will Levis, although I don't expect Will Levis to – Knock out those numbers in the in the future. That's why one one guy was wide open. Oh, really? Open. Jeremy's going to say really? Yeah, but he right. underthrew he underthrew the Hopkins one. Uh, that was underthrown. Hopkins had to wait for it. You had the other one. The guy was running wide open on touchdown number two. I, I don't know if it's going to be quite that easy, and people are going to get some tape on him as well. So. We'll see. But uh, I thought the Cougs looked good this weekend. Now, stop. We're going to take a break. That's where we've got to break it right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. That was awful. It was a disaster for Houston. That was It was a disaster for Houston. It was a disaster for Houston. that's an American For the the entire city, that was a disaster. Let's take a break here. If you want to get in, 713-780-3776. we got all kinds of sound that we got to play. we got What Did You Learn This Weekend in One Sentence. we got that coming your way at uh, 745. So we got uh, a lot of stuff to do, and 
We're going to also play um, Talking Ship. What is it? We're, uh, we're going to call it Ship Talk. Ship, ship Talk. Ship Talk at 830. Because coach Ship. Ship. Ship Talk. Like ship ship Talk. Yeah, yeah, because coaches and players, they got a lot of stuff to say. And even a, even a stadium's entertainment system had a, had a lot yes, to say yes. late in, was, in one of the late games last night. There was a yesterday. lot of Ship Talk going on yesterday. So we will do that on the other – well, we'll do that at 830 right here on ESPN. 97.5 and 92.5. Right now, though, I'm talking about Chastain Ford. I'm talking about my people over Chastain Ford, people that I really, really love. I am going to buy every vehicle from Chastain Ford because it's, I'm part of the Chastain family. I just know that I'm getting a square deal. I bought cars before, and I, you know, I, you never know. You never know if you're getting the best deal that you can possibly get. I know that's going to be the case at Chastain Ford. I know that right now that the vehicles that they've got on the lot right now, and right now they've got $2,500 off MSRP on Super Duty Lariats or 0% for 36 months on in-stock units. Sitting there right now, ready for you. They have got any kind of a work van that you need. They have got it ready for you, and they will customize it for you. It's just the best. They have been the best, the number one commercial dealer in the city of Houston for years, and there's a reason for that because they do it right. And if you're a business, you you talk about the bottom line. You want service. You want the best price that you could possibly get, and you want to customize exactly how you want it. All of those things happen for you as as well in on the retail side. So if you're looking for the best way to get into that Ford car or truck or any pre-owned vehicle that they've got, they got uh, gold certified, they got blue certified, they got all kinds of certified vehicles as well. You just got to go to ChastainFord.com. It's the place to get your vehicle right now. ChastainFord.com on six ten at Homestead, not uh, not Hempstead, just five minutes from downtown Chastain Ford. ESPN 975.com. Iocane powder. All you walls, nightmares, I'm about to come through. That's dope. Yeah, I mean, we did a really, I thought we did a good job of running the ball. Both backs did a good job of line, blocked it well. Uh, just passing there, we didn't get as much passes as we typically had, so not the best day when it comes to that. You know, we had some opportunities there that uh, we didn't come down with, so we just got to execute better all the way across the board. Tight game like this comes down to those small details and executing when you get the opportunities. They made plays. You know, credit to Carolina, they made plays, executed, you know, at the proper time there. They took the ball away one time. We didn't take the ball away, and that's the difference in the game. So he started that with, I thought we ran the ball well. Did he really now? Did he really now? Because if it wasn't for Damian Pierce spinning out of that, ta- and, and, oh, by the way, and Devin Singletary are, are breaking a tackle right away with his nine-yard run, that's 25 of their yards on two plays that should have been tackles for losses. You know, they're not getting the zone scheme stuff is it's predicated on creating levels. You know, when you climb up with your offensive line and you and you create little levels or creating spacing. That's why you go outside zone, you stretch and then you make the defense move and the line and then gaps will start to, you know, when when you hit a block here or there, you wash a blocker down, you create gaps and spaces. And I'm just not seeing it. Like I'm not I'm seeing a lot of they're having to go around the tackle. They're having to go outside to get their runs. I'm not seeing the between-the-tackle stuff that we saw last year. And I don't know if that has to do with – because I think Howard is not a good blocker as a guard. I just don't think he's a very good run blocker, period. But as a guard, he's definitely not very good. I've seen this before. But they have to do what they have to do. And it gives them their best chance to protect the quarterback. So I get it. Um, then you had Jarrett Patterson, by the way, leave the game yesterday, got rolled up on. And yeah. so he ended up leaving the game and, and – Michael Dieter, Dell's guy, ended up coming in. Yeah, nice you, job, Dell. You co-signed him when he came over. Said, hey, and, I did not. And love he, that guy. I heard you say it. And he came in at center. So I think what we're going to see now is Juice Scruggs become a center. And what we may see is Howard. Like, this is what we may see Howard at left guard for the whole year. I don't, I'm not really in favor of that, to be honest with you. Well. <clears throat> but I don't know what they're going to do. You've had a makeshift all year long. But 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 these numbers, I, I don't. What is he, what is he talking they about? Ran the ball well, they John. ran the ball like crap. It was awful. 
Damian Pierce take out his okay his sixteen yard run. He had his sixteen yard. Other than that, eleven carries for thirty yards. Devin Singletary had one carry for nine yards, which he was hit at, at the line of scrimmage. He the rest nine carries for twenty one yards. This is awful. What are you talking about? In 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 CJ, you ran the ball thirty times and you threw twenty four. And not that CJ was any great shakes, but it's better than that crap. It's better than I, what? Are, what are you doing? What are you doing offensively? I, 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 what is there? Wait, how do you do? Not, they have an identity. Well, the identity is to be able to run the ball on the thirty-first ranked team run defense team. I mean, you should be able well, to run the football. But at some point, at some point, you have to go. This ain't working. But at some point, this offense. There's a has reason. To have a good you know what? Day. Teams jump out on them, and they have a lead. You didn't do that. You jumped out. You had a seven nothing lead. Other than that, you they had that one drive. Otherwise, the other four drives were punts. Were were twenty yards and twenty two yards. Their first five drives, they had the one long drive, which is their longest drive of the season. Otherwise, the other four drives were twenty two yards. You see, I don't that's have total. I don't have any problem with trying to establish the run because that's how you run this offense. This offense will be at its best when you run the football well. This team is a bad defensive run team. At uh, what run point do you team abandon that? At Carolina, I don't think you do abandon it. I think you keep uh, now fourth I, quarter of a thirteen twelve game. What I do think, well, I think you wanted to keep C.J. Stroud in front of the sticks. But one of the <laughs> things I think you can do is throw quick and get to quick game on first down. Like I don't. I don't think you have to – I think they got away from – I think they got away from – you know, you can you can run the ball and still keep people guessing. I thought Bobby Sloak in the second quarter – was the first quarter or second when they went down and scored a touchdown. I thought he had a great set of play calling. He had them on their heels. You didn't know what he was doing with Tank Dell. You, I thought his play calling was fantastic in that very particular drive when they scored their first touchdown. I thought it was outstanding. After that – it became a little predictable. Like, it was a little bit stale. I didn't think you had people on their heels. No one was guessing. And it's it's just really disappointing when you don't run the football well again. And I mean dominate on the ground with a team that doesn't stop the run. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just don't stop the run. So you got to find ways. And he was trying to create ways to get running plays going, right? He was, he was doing some different stuff with. Now, going to the Beck play a second time, usually you counter that. It scores the touchdown the first time. Okay, that was smart. You caught him napping. This time when Pierce goes in motion left, you got to have a counter ready. You can't run the same thing because the first thing they're going to think in a short period of time is the only thing you're not going to overthink it as a defense. You're going to say, I saw that earlier. Play the line, play the fullback dive. As soon as you see the same formation and, 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 and Pierce goes in motion and starts to shuffle in motion, you, the first thing you think of is same plays coming, fullback. That's, that's the first thing you think of when really the counter should have worked off that. You should have a counter play to that play where you show them that, and this time you throw a touchdown. You know, This time you fake the handoff, roll one way, and then you throw back the other way to a tight end who's wide open. Like There's creative counters you can run off of that, and I didn't think Slowick, I didn't think he was, I thought there was a time where he was creative with Tank Dell. In, in some of the usage, and then it just got second half. I don't know. It was just execution. I don't want to just turn it into a play-calling thing, but, man, first down run, second down run. Okay, we're sitting here at third That's and five, that, no. third and six. Like, <clears throat> let's see what happens. I mean, their last drive. And they were, and the receivers did a good job of making some tough catches, by <clears throat> the way. I thought the receivers did a really good job of making some challenging catches. Uh, uh, Noah Brown had one. I thought Nico had a few. It didn't come easily against Carolina. It just wasn't coming easily against one of the worst teams in football. No, they were that was bad. They were they were bad. All they're the not way. Bears bad, but they're bad. They're bad. No, they're they're bad. They're really bad. This was this was a now. Is this a playoff team? And we we need to slow down. It, you know what? I, I wasn't disgusted. I was just like, oh my goodness, this is just. You know, you got, you got to be better. Do, you. As a coaching staff, I, th- I thought Bobby Slowick had his worst game. I really did. I thought it was his worst game. And you've got to be better than that. Give them a better opportunity to win because you just didn't. You just didn't. Um, 713-780-3776 is the number if you want to get in here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Uh, D'Amico says, now, do you think this had something to do, I don't know, is with them they coming off the Saints game and you know having a bye week and I, he would know better than than any of us how they practice these two weeks. 
Uh, here's D'Amico talking about how to handle success. Yeah, we got to learn how to handle success, right? Young team, growing as we continue to grow, continue to learn, you got to learn how to handle success, right? How do you work after a win, right? You can't get too up and too down in this league. We have to remain consistent. We have to continue to put in the same work, right? That same desperation you have when you've lost a game. You have to have that every single week. Do you think they, I mean, he would know. He would know. He Maybe he's referenced, maybe he's making a general comment. Maybe he's referencing the energy of the, he thought maybe the team was reading their press clippings a little bit much because team, you know, because analysts have been very positive about them. Um, maybe he's saying that for a reason. Maybe it's a general statement. Yeah, but he. Well, I don't, I don't worry know. About, but I don't know because I think, see, but I don't. This doesn't upset me like it upset. I noticed people were really upset after the game. Like they were really upset. Yeah, which I think is good that they care enough. But they were the fans actually care again. But to me, it's just. It's just a little thing where they can be a. It'll be a discussion point. I don't think. I think D'Amico's soundbite just tells you he knows something. Like, this guy because knows he what mentioned, he's talking he made, about. He made mention of it again later. The learning lesson in this is you. You have to learn how to prepare right after success. I think that's the biggest thing for us is how is the preparation right and continuing to be dialed in no matter what happens. Don't ride the waves, the ups and downs of a long season. Right, it's just staying mentally prepared. And also, it just shows you can't keep. I mean, every game in the league is going to be tight. So when you have penalties, you have errors that hurt yourself. There's you're playing you're playing against your own self. So it's hard when you put yourself in a hole. You have to find a way to mitigate those penalties, those negative plays, and help ourselves. And when we continue to do that, we'll we'll play good ball and we'll win games. Yeah, think- he's, that's that's pointed. Like he. You're right. That's not a general comment. No, no. It's that some twice that he mentioned it. And actually, he said... Preparation pre- after the win. It's about how we learn and grow. There, it, there, were th- there were three references. Do you think maybe it was because they lost because C.J. Stroud went to the to Columbus to the Ohio State-Penn State game? No. Don't you don't think, think so? It. I, I don't saw, think that's it. But I do wonder I do wonder if there was... When he talks about preparedness, Did did was that about C.J. putting in the time? Because you know, he didn't play very well. Uh, was that about putting in the time to in the film room, the session? I don't know. Was it about he mentioned penalties, uh, preparation? Was it linebackers not not being up on something that they coached? When they do this, they're going to do that. Was there linebackers who didn't know what they were supposed to do? Which penalties was he referring? Because he referred to penalties. So I, he specifically look something happened in a game where he said preparation. Mm-hmm. So something where somebody didn't study properly <laughs> or did not take the coaching the way they were supposed. Well, Tavir to. Thomas just decided. He just decided y'all aren't getting a, this field goal off. <laughs> I it started as a, like a 40-yard field goal yeah, and, and ended was, as like a 22-yard chip shot. I don't know that that was a good uh, – you know what? I, I know he was trying to be disruptive and all of that stuff, but you, you gave him a chip the, shot. Well, I just thought he was trying to get the perfect jump and block it. That's all he was trying uh, to do. Or he just didn't care. And there was something – it was just – No, he was, was ridiculous four times. I know. Yeah. It was just ridiculous. Well, he just wanted to – no, but he they went and oh, by the way, it was an unsportsmanlike conduct. He they went from a forty yarder to a yeah. nothing. I didn't know that rule that it's you you jump off sides twice. It's, they said stop. The clock was already stopped. So I didn't understand I don't that get rule. It. I like, don't want to. wait a minute, it's unsportsman because he's offside twice well, I, in a row. I think it's unsportsmanlike because well, they yeah. had two unsportsman's likes. They had one for jumping off sides a second time. And then the other one was for running into the kicker. Yeah. Well, they were all two. Well, the well no, that was, that was all Tavir. Was it the same one? Yeah, it was the same. Tavir yeah, had everything. He ran he into the holder, Johnny Hector. Yeah, he ran into the holder, a, I meant. Did a great job of flopping yeah, and got out. Well, really it, that one was, no, that was a roughing. That wasn't, that wasn't, because yeah. two unsportsmanlike, you're out of the game. Yeah, it was unsportsmanlike, and he roughed the holder, yes. Yeah, roughed the holder, right. Uh, 7.30, ESPN 97. Roughed the holder. Coming. Oh, no, that's not like roughing up the suspect. <laughs> Well, it's not like that. When no. you rough the no, holder. No, you don't rough the holder. Um, we got, what did you learn this weekend? One sentence coming your way in 14 minutes. So don't go anywhere. Right I'm now, though, we're just a little people, what people underdog. Learn? Underdog fantasy. You know what I learned? I learned that uh, if you went lower than 52.5 rushing yards for Damian Pierce, you would have been a winner on that one and not higher than. I learned that. Um, underdog has these awesome. So one of the things that's going on right now with underdog is in their pick them challenge, they have certain high and low plays where you can go 1.25. It'll boost your, or one or, or, or 1.75. It'll go times 1.75. It, they've got boosters 
in their pickums where it boosts your chance to win even more when you pick the right number of highs and lows. Now, they give you a statistic for a player in basketball, football, baseball, total bases, whatever, and you go higher or lower, and you pick anywhere between two and five players. If you pick five and all five of them win, you win 20 times your original play unless you're putting those boosters in there. And those boosters, if you get those right on high and low, they actually end up paying you even more. It's completely legal in the state of Texas. It's real money. And what you can do is deposit money under the the uh, the promo code Lance, and they're going to match up to $500 of your first deposit. This is like unheard of in the business. If you throw 300 in, you get another 300 that they're going to throw in there. You throw in up to 500, they're going to throw 500. I'd go max because that's free money in there for you. So make sure that you go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app. Use promo code Lance. You must be 18 or older and present in the state where underdog operates. Terms apply. If you feel like you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or go to ncpgambling.org. ESPN 97.5 on Twitch. All systems go. Houston is all systems go. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance and the same five guys who always call. Oh, yay. Hi, right, welcome back here on ESPN 975 and 92.5. 713-780-3776. Omar, if you like to get in here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, I don't know that there's – I'll tell you what else I take from it. Malik Collins, that was his best game as a Texan. Yeah, he Malik was, was all over the place. He was. Jonathan Grenard? Jonathan Grenard had a really nice game. I, I, you know what I take from it? And this is nothing against Will Anderson and Grenard, who did a nice job. Iki Aquanu, who I had some concerns about. Of course, I... You're taking Ed, a little... No, no, you're being a little disrespectful no, yourself. No, 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 I want to... But no, Evan, no, he no, and Evan no, Neal, no. neither one of them. was Iki Aquanu when you're talking about those two. Okay. We're talking about what? Uh, yeah. Well, they, no, they how played, about that? Give them some credit. They played really well. Icky is not very good. And what they did was they and what they did was they took advantage of him. They showed the two hand swipe. They showed speed to power. Like their rush plans were really smart against a guy who doesn't who doesn't play well with his hands. And so both of them have a rush plan. Both of them did a nice job of implementing rush plan and executing rush plan against the guy who frankly was overmatched against both of them. And they were, I mean, they were turning a corner on them. They were going power on them. Uh, and then Malik Collins was just, I mean, he really just caused problems throughout yeah. the interior. That was that was nice to see. I he, like some of the blitz packages they dialed up, too. The delay blitz stuff with Denzel Perryman got there once. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe he he had his best game. I thought that might have been a when, when Bryce was sliding and uh, Perryman took him out. Uh, in the in the yeah. head area, I was like, I was like, ooh, ooh, that was a, yeah, surprise. There's no, <laughs> yeah, there's no, no flag on, on that one. one. But it is disappointing when you you sack them six times, you pressure them all game, and somehow they go right down the field, uh, uh and and get the game winning field goal. Like, where's the big sack? And they actually did have one to start the drive off. It was second long, yeah. And then you're sitting at third and twelve, and the game should you know just holding a five or six, and they're they're punting, and you gotta have a chance to get. One or two first downs and kill the clock and you win, but it just didn't. Early on, too, you had a you had a second and long, I believe it was, and they threw a screen, or maybe it was third and long, and they threw a screen. How are you not ready for a screen pass on third and third, twelve what, or thirteen? When he was screen, they just turned sideways and threw the hitch because they saw how far off. The no, I'm cover talking about early was. in the game. They threw a screen. Oh, early in the game. Early in the game. Well, they threw you a screen. have to know a team that can't protect. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna turn the D. De- it's, trust me, it's not hard to turn the defense loose for that offensive line unit. Yeah. So you were, yeah. Um, but overall, the defense did what they needed to do to win the game. Um, except on the except, final drive. Except when you really needed to win the game. That's yeah. twice. And that is twice. NFC yeah. South opponents, they've allowed game-winning field goals on one stop. What would you think of Bryce? I thought Bryce looked okay. Well, when he had time to throw, I thought he threw the ball pretty well. Well, and, He's and, not as accurate. You can tell his ball placement's not as good, but... He threw it into some tight window throws a couple times to to Thielen. Man, Thielen is a con- he and Nico Collins make contested catches now. Now Thielen looks great. 
Chark dropped that one ball. Good, good, good rebound. I think it was Tavir that came back and was able to swat it away at the last minute uh, when he had it in his hands. That would have been a huge gain. Um, but he, yeah, he doesn't have much to throw to. And uh, Thielen is uh, looks fantastic. He just looks fantastic. So you know uh, he outplayed. He, listen, CJ was supposed to outplay him. CJ has been better all season long, and CJ d- did not outplay him. CJ took the L on this one, and deservedly so, because Bryce outplayed him. Well, that's why the idea of this, you know, that CJ, that, well, that's the, the, the coin has spoken. It's CJ over Bryce. Like well, gotta, The coin has spoken. You got to wait and see how these guys play. I mean, number one, I don't care how it is, him versus him. I just want my quarterback to be a good quarterback that you can win at a high level with. Um, that's all I care about. I'm not trying to compare it. But once we are in these situations, you do compare them. I mean, it's it's impossible not to, and and uh, I didn't think that CJ played poorly. I didn't think he played poorly. I just, you know, he threw for 144. Those those that that automatic rookie of the year stuff. You know, maybe they're still going to be. I don't know who else it's going to be because Achan is. You know, he's is your guy even coming back? Del? Is he alive? He's still Did in the he top five rushers of the league. Well, they. Is he in the ICU? No, they put him on IR th- oh. three games ago, so he has to miss five the Kansas City game. Four games, right? Yeah. yeah. And then there's a bye. Then they expect him back after the bye. Puka hmm. Nakua could still – he's still getting catches. Yeah, he is. Puka Nakua could still be a rookie of the year candidate. Uh, well, it's still CJ, I think. CJ's yeah, no, no, it. I think – and one, CJ's going to be a quarterback the whole year. And he's going to have some better games. This is a – it's a loss. Uh, you know, and it and, and it happened because Josh Beard and Michael Connor jinxed the jinxed them, and yeah. so there's nothing you can do about it. No, 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 and and yeah, those two, those two need to apologize to the city of Houston. Okay, I don't think so uh, let's go to the Rockets for a second, um, just for a minute. Actually, we got, or we can get Daryl wants to talk. Yeah, Panthers let's get also. let's get let's get this in here, and then we're going to uh, play the game show, oh, yeah. sweeping the nation. What did you learn this weekend in one sentence, Daryl? You want to talk Panthers? Hey, hey, John, Lance is there. How y'all got doing? Good. Now, you're hey, a Panther you, fan, if I remember correctly, right? <laughs> That's right. I told yeah. you, don't count my team out. I know. Who's a Panther fan? Daryl. Wait a minute. Why? Who, who? How the hell are you? What? What is it? That's the least descript team ever. Daryl, tell them why you're a Panther hey. fan. Hey, because I'm from the state of the great state of North Carolina, yeah. living out, living a good life here in Texas. Oh. Loving it, but loving the Texans as well. But my team uh, are the Panthers. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. What'd you think of your team? Oh, we did okay. We still could have done better. So uh, I'm, I'm looking. So I usually look at the team this way. Everybody use Carolina to get well. Uh, so this year, hopefully. We can use this game to get well and go on a little bit. I think we can win the next two games. <laughs> this is the this, this is the, the, the Texans well, we are a get done. well game. Yeah, that's terrible. Well, I mean, I, I told you on Friday yeah, if if I had to do it for a contest, I would have played Carolina because the Texans aren't ready to no, lay points on the three road. Three and a half point favorites on the road. Hey, they're not ready to lay points on the road. Out, of, out of just out of just pure. Uh, a principle you have to take the points with the home team in that situation against a team that hasn't proven they're a good team yet but with that said uh and the texans weren't going to cover but uh that was the we could do a little bit better they're still and eh, we could have done that was the we could have done better bowl yeah carolina versus houston both of them could have done yeah. better yeah i agree with that all right Dale, congratulations. are you upset about Bri- i like you- if you had your choice between bryce young and cj stroud right now who are you who are you choosing you're rolling with your guy I- yeah, I'm still rolling with um, um, Bryce Young. We just need – both teams need a little more help on, on doing things. But they both young, so I understand that. Yeah. We just have to be patient. That's yeah. all it is. Yeah, and, and the Texans, I mean, thanks for the call, Daryl. And the Texans really need to get some dominant play out of Will out of Will Anderson at some point. Like, he's going to have to get home with more sacks. Um, he's playing fine. I'm not, I'm not really worried about it. It's just that the Texans gave up an important draft pick, and then they've weaseled a couple wins. The Browns have weaseled two wins that they shouldn't have weaseled. Um, not yesterday, but they weaseled two previous wins. Do you think – I mean, can you imagine Who's that? the we happiest just, that they got Will Anderson? Jonathan Grenard? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Jonathan Grenard so. is, is benefiting yeah, from – Jonathan Grenard could rush past a year before that. It's just a matter of staying healthy yeah, for him. Yeah, right. Like, Grenard's got some rush to him. Yep. All right. 
when we come back, what did you learn this week in one sentence? You got one sentence. 713-780-3776. 713-780-3776. What did you learn? You have one sentence to tell us what you learned this weekend. Okay, it could be about your family. It could be about the, the Texans. It could be about the Rockets. It could be about the Cougs. I hope it was not about the Cougs. It could be about anything that you learned this weekend. All right? Uh, and you get give it give us a call seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Listen, I learned a long time ago about hoop sporting goals. I learned a long time about, uh, ago about pro dunk hoops. Pro dunk dot com, pro dunk dot com. The best goal in the history of goals. It's not even arguable. It is the the curb appeal that you're looking for with the tempered glass backboard, the unbreakable rim. It's going to look like it's brand new twenty five years from now. It's going to stay that, that way. The unrustable stanchion, it, the, the the gold it raises and lowers. Now it's, you do it with a drill. We back in the day when I was young, we used to have to crank it, and, you know, with a with a crank. Now you that just, was the Soldier Boy. You crank that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That was when Soldier Boy was actually yeah. hot. Right. Crank that. You crank, crank that. that. That's but, what he was referring to in the song. Was the was the pro was the pro dunk, the pro dunk, pro dunk yeah, crank that. But now it's a drill, and it's easier than ever. And your kids are actually going to love it. Your wife's going to love it because of the curb appeal. You're going to love it because the kids are outside playing, as opposed to being in the house sitting around and eating. So if you're looking for the best way to have the kids enjoy a goal, it's ProDunk.com. That's ProDunk.com. ESPN 975.com. Take his pork chop. I don't want his pork chop. I want his life. the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's the offensive masterminds running an outside zone on your intelligence. John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, it's time to play. What did you learn this weekend in one sentence? As soon as somebody gets off, we got a full board. As soon as somebody gets off, you get in. 713-780-3776. There's a lot that we could have gleaned from this weekend. And let's see what you think you learned this weekend. Just one sentence, though. That's all you get. All right, we start with, let's start with uh, from the bottom. Lou, what'd you learn this weekend in one sentence, Lou? I learned that if they call an actual freaking strike zone, Montgomery is so hittable. Yeah, how about that? Of course, everybody was, listen, that was the number one umpire, according to Umpire Auditor, and he was terrible. Boy, this postseason has just been terrible. Mm -hmm. Terrible. Umping has been awful. Awful. I 100% am in for Strami getting his ring. Yeah, I am too. Go, Strami, go. Uh, boy, uh, well, not only that. The Rangers fans, I can't wait till the Diamondbacks are celebrating. I love that they're on the precipice. And then, oh, sorry. Jordan, what'd you learn this weekend in one sentence? Uh, I learned on Saturday that OU still sucks. OU does still suck. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, Kansas is a live dog, and they don't even have their quarterbacks been out the whole time. Yeah. Jason Bean. Jason although, Bean looked pretty good, though. But Jason Bean's, the stats weren't great. They had a bunch of rain, I guess, because it got delayed. The stats weren't as big as I expected them to be for the high-scoring game they were. He and Dylan Gabriel. I don't know. what I was just keeping track of the. I watched that game. It you was, did? Yeah, there were a, a lot of big plays. What were you doing watching Three. Kansas-Oklahoma? I, I had three different games going on. Oh, at nice, your house. A nice deal, yeah. Oh, okay. a nice deal going on. Uh, Hopefully you're drinking water. I had... Cooks on the big TV. That was that was an enjoyable experience for you. Oh, gosh. that was so predictable. Kansas, that, such, Kansas State. You are the don't biggest want to go to Manhattan at eleven a.m. No, and, no, and after, after after the, the Texas after game. the West Virginia game, and then the Texas game. Yeah. That they were both. And, so... And K State is a physical bully team too. By the way, yeah, on both was, sides of the ball. Yeah, K State's got a good defense. They went into Texas Tech and just they wrecked them. I they got, I didn't mean to pun that, but they wrecked them. They got three white linebackers across. The I'm what's sorry, that it's mean? Kansas State. What is it's, what's exactly? It's what just they Wisconsin do. and so does Kansas. Iowa. <laughs> Wisconsin. Yeah, this is they Iowa, good Kansas defense. State, Wisconsin. It's pretty much the same team. Yeah. Uh, Tony, what'd you learn this weekend in one sentence? Good morning, guys, and good morning, Dell. I learned this weekend that uh, boxing is unequivocally, undeniably rigged. Francis won that fight. Oh, a lot of wow. people were upset about Francis and Ganu losing to uh, Tyson Fury. Yeah, and Fury went fight. down early. Hey, knocked him down. Yeah. Um, 
A lot of, a lot of, I didn't get to see it. A lot of the boxing fans said that, no, Tyson outboxed him and blah, blah, blah. Okay. But I think there's enough of a, there's enough of an outroar that I, I need to go back and now I got to watch it. I wanted to, it was in the middle of the afternoon, though. Yeah. On a Saturday. I'll tell you what I learned this weekend, Dell. What a wuss Mario Cristobal is taking a knee with 30 some seconds left. Look, I, I am not here to defend Mario because I never will. But Finish you see how, the game. Did you see how his quarterback played? Yeah, he was, he was terrible. Was Did you trust that quarterback to not throw throw the game away? <laughs> oh, no, but still. And that's two straight weeks. Like, he did it with the freshman, and you get it. And then he did it with the supposed. Van Dyke. There's 30 some seconds he, left. Van Dyke was terrible. I was holding my breath every time he dropped back to pass. I am glad, actually, Chris Ball was like, you know what? We're just going to play defense and run the well, football. And they won the game. Dude's a big dude, and he's. Eh, I'm scared. Uh, Dave, <laughs> Van Dyke is awful. He's trying to goad yeah. him into running again whenever he shouldn't be. Uh, Dave, what'd you learn this weekend in one sentence? I learned that old school baseball still works. Long live Whitey Herzog. All right, later. All right. How about these teams? These teams steal bases. Yeah. The, the the Diamondbacks ain't scared to run. Now. Well, and the and the only two times over to first base is really given given yeah. stolen bases a lot of juice. Yeah, and the bases are a little bit bigger too. Mm-hmm. By the way, there's yeah. a little that little I, bit I of an edge. I didn't really notice it this year. It, yeah, it is. There's Did a, you a notice it this year? Did not, it seem like not it? really? But it's it's giving you a little bit of an edge. A little bit, it, yeah. You know what? As bang bang as that play is, that that makes a difference. Uh, Will, what'd you learn this weekend in one sentence? While listening to Thursday's and Friday's show this weekend, I learned Lance is the only voice of truth and reason when it comes to the Houston Astros. Dab. Dab. I am not pro-Ausmus. Mr. Ausmus. I'm just reporting the facts, man. Mrs. Ausmus, not Mr. Ausmus. Do you ever ever caddy for him? Have you ever caddied or have y'all played? Do you think John would ever caddy for someone? Yeah, Yeah, well... Yeah, no, Mr. No, Mr. No, Cartpath no, no, only. No, no. You insulted him a little bit. You got a little out of order. You, got, you just got a little out of order. I mean, but no, your ignorance. I mean, if you're ignorant, that's something. That's another thing. You didn't get out of order. You weren't disrespectful. Bag, you just, you, you just well ignorant. Bagwell and Austin. You were just ignorant. John's carrying someone's bags. Yeah. <laughs> well, metaphorically. No, he'll carry the water. Well, He's metaphorical. Like I look like a jam boy to you. John will carry someone's <laughs> water. He ain't going to carry someone's He's bag. He's a radio I jam boy. Water. He's I'll, radio I'll... jam boy for Jeff Bagwell okay. and Brad Osmond. No. Uh, Tom, what'd you learn this weekend in one sentence? I learned when you're at a costume party and a woman starts flirting with you about your outfit, glance at her group for someone who's matching because that'll be her boyfriend. Uh, yeah. yeah. Tom learns things. He does learn things. I was afraid. I thought he might say, look at, if she's got a costume on, look at her Adam's apple to see whether or not. Oh, <laughs> of, course you, of course you thought that was wow. coming. I thought that was what was coming. Because <laughs> you can't tell in these costumes now sometimes. All right? That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying. Jay, what'd you learn this weekend in one sentence? Oh, you losing sure does help LSU. I hope some Bayou Bengals don't win outright four-point dogs. It's going to get real interesting in the SEC. Uh-oh. Okay. That was a run-on sentence? Yes, but, but I think he's talking about LSU. Two loss LSU's got right back in the title picture. Nah. I don't know. Texas well, is? Well, they only you have got, one. You've got Bama this week. Right, mm-hmm. and Nick Saban's not dead. That's two. That would Nick be Nick Saban's not dead in the water. Nick Saban's like, no, he'll get stuck with it. He, by the way, Georgia's starting to come on a little bit. No, you think Georgia's not? Yeah. They're done faking you, the you funk. You think Georgia's starting to come yeah, out? Yeah, Georgia's bit. done faking the funk. And yeah. this Michigan thing is getting worse and worse. Oh, they rescinded Harbaugh's contract offer. Yeah, it's getting worse and worse and worse. Um, did you see? Now there's a thought that that. He, if he slips up, they're completely out, no matter what. When the reality is, Michigan's one of the four best teams, but they are waiting for a reason to knock Harbaugh out of there and keep Michigan out of the playoffs. So they better go undefeated. They better go undefeated because one loss ain't going to cut it. No. They're going to kick you out. Uh, LSU's got a shot as long as Ole Miss loses again. Uh, they they need Ole Miss to lose because they beat them. if LSU beats Alabama – and then uh, and uh, Ole Miss loses another game, and they've got a chance to lose another game. They got uh, they've got A and M, they've got Georgia. Yeah, they're for sure they're going to lose another game. So 
uh, LSU does have a shot yeah. at getting Georgia in the SEC title game. If they beat Georgia in the SEC title game, They're they can in. get in. You think about their losses, the Ole Miss game, and then they lost the Florida top State. four yeah. Florida State. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris, what'd you learn this weekend in one sentence? I learned that there's no rule against rookie catchers playing in the playoffs and actually contributing to the playoffs. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's not a rule. You mean Jonah Heim? You mean their starter? Yeah, that's With, not a... I mean, it's unbelievable. That's not a rule. That's not. It's not a rule. Yeah. It wasn't lo- a rule. That was a dusty. It was never a rule. It was a dusty thing. It wasn't a rule. I, I learned that a lifelong Houston Astro fan with our boy Steve Rockefeller, Rock, is done with the Astro. If, if, if it's not Buck Showalter... Lopez, the bench coach, Lopez, first base coach. He wants Buck Showalter? He's got, yeah, he's okay with these older wow. coaches. Uh, Buck Joe Madden was awful. Joe Madden, but, and A.J. Hinch. He said, if not, he's done. He's so mad at them for yeah. pushing out Dusty. He is so mad. Wow. So mad. He said he's done, lifelong fan, done with the Astros because well, he's so mad that Dusty got pushed out. Uh, Dusty got pushed out, by the way. Uh, that's, well, that's because his head coach and Dusty are boys. That's and he's boys with Dustin. He is too. Okay. Yeah, he's That's he's why. friends with Dustin. That's why. Uh, but I learned he's done with the. You're done with the you Astros. Can't you Rock, can't be done. Rock, you'll be stop, back. Rock, you'll be you back. Ain't. You'll be back. You'll be back. Maybe not if it's awesome. Darren, what'd you learn this weekend in one sentence? Hey, I learned that uh, Lance is a fake Jeff guy, and Jeremy's a real one. Is fake what? He said he learned that Lance the fake draft guy and Jeremy Branham is a real one. Oh. oh. Yeah. Well, let's see how week two goes for him. Uh, I'm sorry, but Jeremy is trending way better than you are. Let's right see now. how. Let's let it okay. play out a little bit. Jeremy's already I mean, declared I a, oh, the best now. quarterback DeAndre Hopkins yeah, has already played Yeah, I had a second with. round grade on Levis. To be fair, he didn't declare. He just asked the question. Second John. round grade. Will Levis is like a, a, a Pro Bowl quarterback right now. Okay. Okay. Yes, I want to see how the next game goes. <laughs> if we extrapolate the stats over the next yeah. Yeah. ten games, okay. yes, you're right. Yes, yes, he's going to be. And the Rockets will be zero and eighty-two. Well, I mean, is that and they so lost of, three in a row? Well, well, are they are they getting the thirty-five this I year? I tell you, they don't that seem that to know how to play. They don't seem to know how to play in the fourth quarter. No, <laughs> this is it. trending. <laughs> this is like and I would like to say I learned that the Rockets are, are don't. Close well, but I learned that last year. You learned they still don't close yes, well. Yes, that's what I learned. They still do not close well. All right, we're done. That's a good one. Nice job, people. You guys are great. What did you learn this weekend in one sentence? Congratulations. Uh, now, what do you want to uh, talk about? You're more than welcome to get in here. You got any thoughts about what happened this weekend? We can talk Rockets basketball on the other side. Right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Right now, though, what I am talking about is my peeps over at my bookie. You knew what was going to happen. You love to play. You want to win. You want to get paid. You want to. You like parlays, right? Well, how many times in a parlay do you hit the first couple legs, couple three legs, and you're sitting there going, oh, my gosh, I don't love these bets. Well, how about cashing out early? You can. Uh, you, and, and you can get a chance at a bigger payday. Um, how about a no-strings-attached cash bonus that will let you cash out early? You can play it once and get your money out. This does not happen anywhere else. It happens at my bookie. And listen, you got so much to play. Now, right now is the busiest time ever, 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 ever. Because you've got NFL, you've got college football, you've got NHL, you've got NBA, you've got World Series. You've got everything going on right now, and you want to play, you want to win, you want to get paid. There's one place to go. MyBookie.ag, promo code BET975. you got to put in the promo code BET975. You can bet anything, anywhere, anytime. MyBookie.ag, promo code BET975. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Dude. Have you paid your dues, Jack? Yes, sir. The check is in the mail.